I know that, but I don't want to throw you off. I only like throwing Brandon oh, out there. I'm sitting too, to for once, I'm sitting too tall. Let me get that. There we go. I got to match you a little bit. Okay. That's that's the shortest I can get. <laughs> Interesting. <sighs> so Welcome back to Coast to Coast. What's up, y'all? I am not Brandon. No, I'm not, not Brandon. I'm not Brandon. Um, he was on this last time, but he's got something actually really cool to do, and and he has an excuse. His daughter's birthday's today. Yeah. Happy birthday, Brandon's daughter. Happy birthday, Megan. Little girl, baby girl. He says, "That's right, dude." So today it's a Luskit vocal, but it's another perfectly puzzled edition. We That's have right. the next round winner with us today. That's right. That's right. So for a little bit of background, um, for people, we mentioned it last time. Uh, we partnered up with Main Stage Comps and Rebel Sky Radio to invite guests on that uh, uh, win every round, the top place winner, and that's what we're doing. So, um, so the comp the competition is a smule competition uh, combined with a line app. Um, that's how we kind of run the the comp. I am a, a I guess you can say co-creator, but I'm getting less and less of the co-creator title. Actually, I'm actually more yeah. in the background because they keep Nancy and uh raven keep doing things without me which is fine i mean they do a better job anyway so i'm like that's unless anyway that's a little side there but it's uh it's for autism awareness um which started back in in uh, actually march we got going with it um so yeah it's been a ride so far we're in around we're almost in well we're finishing up around three um we'll have uh results on that in a few days and you'll have another guest um much like the one we had last week and this week Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, with that, how about we uh, listen to to this winning? Yeah, let's song play the winning song. The winning song. I actually really like this song. You do? Yes, I did. It was wonderfully done. I did too. Here we go. We are the muses. Goddesses of the arts and proclaimers of heroes. Oh, yay! Bless my soul, Perk was on a roll. Person of the week in every Greek opinion poll. What a pro! Perk could stop a show. Born to mad a monster and you're talking us a roll. He was a no one. Zero, zero. Now he's a honcho. His face on every base On every bus From appearance fees And royalties Are heard and cash to burn Now noble, rich and famous He could tell you what's a creation Say amen There he goes again Sweet and undefeated And an awesome ten for ten Folks like us Just go watch a place And this perfect package Frank the pair of pretty packs Perky he comes he sees Crowds were going bonkers. He showed the moxie, brains and spunk. Zero the hero, a major hunk. Zero the hero, and who the thunk? Who put the grand and gladiator? Hercules. Whose daring deeds are gracious? Hercules. Easy ball. So I'm braver. Isn't he sweet? Hercules, 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 
Wow. wow. And that was Aleph. <laughs> this making this song was so much fun. Hi guys. I was yeah. So that was that was uh what what's the name of the song, Aleph? Uh Zero to Hero from Hercules. Zero to Hero from the Disney. movie Hercules by Disney, right? Okay. That song has got it's got just so much. So I, I, we're gonna get into this a little bit later, but I do have to ask right now. What did it? I'm not a layer person. I mean, I can do a little bit of harms, but it doesn't. Nick's the same way. We're not this full-on production smule vocalist, right? There are a lot of people like yourself that could just master it. How? What goes into that with that type of song? Last week we had a different song, different, totally different song that had layers, but with this full-on production, what goes into that? Uh, well, to be honest, I uh, like with <clears throat> with big, huge ensemble pieces, I. Uh, like most people would panic, but for uh, the, the ensemble pieces, honestly, are my um, safe uh, safe zone, I think. <laughs> mm -hmm. So uh, it makes me just feel uh, more comfortable adding those layers up. It's just um, easy for me, I think. Um, and uh, normally, if I have time, I, I test it out first and I... I just uh, do some trials and see if uh, they fit. But uh, I've been in other couple of comps, so uh, I think I, I've been trained on how how to build up layers. Like I, I tested out a couple of uh, FX and see if they match together. And so I, I think that's that's what excites me most because I, I'm not really comfortable with like. Uh, main vocals, lead vocals. I would say I'm I'm much more like a background vocals and an ensemble person. We hear that That's a lot lately. That's interesting because I mean your lead was fantastic. I mean yeah. your 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 characterization it makes it easier, I guess. If you don't have one particular lead, you can be different characters. I get that, but still was amazing. It was an awesome entry. Well, I got two uh, questions. Number one. Are you like I've I've gotten different things. People, some people are backwards, some are forwards. Do you find it easier to do your lead first and then add to that, or do you find it easier to do all your background stuff and then sing your lead to it? Well, honestly, I um I leave the hardest parts to the end, which is the main. That's for me is the hardest part. So I I start with the easy ones, um, and I I start just building up the layers. Uh, and then uh, when I think it's ready to add my main, uh, I just add it up and just listen back to see if uh, it needs some more backings or like some additional layers into the ensemble parts. So that that's that's how I build. But I, I start really silent. Like uh, I, I build up like a couple of minus 12 layers uh, in SF Opera mostly. And then if if it's like a huge ensemble piece like this, I also add Super Studio, uh, but it always starts from the bottom, I would say. Okay, so you work your way up. That's interesting. I, yeah. I couldn't personally do it that way because I don't, you know, I don't know. It seems like I'd have a hard time getting my lead to line up with my back stuff. Yeah, well, well I, I used to do it the other way around, actually. Like, uh, I, I've just been on Smule for two years i think now and my first comp was like last year uh february i think and i knew nothing about layers and then suddenly 
they 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 were asking us to build layers so i i was like okay how am i gonna do this i've never done a self-collab so i was really confused but so so i actually used to record my main first and then added the backings and uh, those kinds of stuff but um if i'm just gonna add like a couple of layers like maximum 10 uh i i i also start from doing the main but with like bigger pieces like more than 20 layers or like 15 layers i would say i start from the backings and the ensemble parts oh, gotcha it, it's kind yeah. of funny when some people say well i say if i'm just doing a couple layers like only 10 i'm like what do you only 10? <laughs> <laughs> it's so a true more... measurement real quick because it's a true measurement of how how good this lady is because she says she's been on like two years i've been on like seven years and she's got over 7,000 recordings. I've got like, I'm cheating because I don't know what it is, like 4,300. And that's like, like was mentioned before, that's not just us singing. It's actually joints too, but that's still yeah. a lot. Um, And then over 2,500 followers. And I'm right at like 20, like 2,100. So she's way better than me, put it that way, <laughs> to have all that. Or or more active. I don't know. She might be yeah. taller than you too. Yeah, definitely. She probably is. I I, I think I was, I've been really, really active uh, on Smule since the day I joined. It was 10th of July. Uh, I remember it so well because uh, my cousin visited us and like he was asking what I was doing in Sweden, what, what we were doing as a family and if I was happy. And I was like, yeah, I'm like so happy, and, but I'm just staying home all day. I, I, I wasn't working back then. Um, and he said, you like singing. Why don't you open a Smule account? I was like, what's Smule? What's Smule? Yeah. Smule. What is that? So that's how what you came that? across it. Somebody told you about it. Yes. Word of mouth. I, yeah. That was my cousin. And I, I, I'm I, really grateful. I mean, uh, I uh, I used to sing every day at least once. But now that then I started working, of course. So it doesn't work that way. Maybe if I'm lucky, I can sing like... Uh, one time per week, but um, it's it's hard nowadays to be honest with the work life balance yeah. and having families. It's it's always hard. So your school night. Go ahead, Nate. I got a question because this is just an add on, and when I heard her sing and and we're talking now, it made me think of questions I've asked, but just with other us, like you know, I've never asked someone in another country. It's interesting. That when we talk with you and you when you speak your English, you have a strong accent to us, obviously. Mm. But when you sing, it sounds like perfect English. I know. And I... that has always blown my mind how I can hear people that have an, a real strong accent, but when they sing, they're they're perfect English. It, it's amazing to me. I know, like it's it's really strange to me too, but because I've heard a very similar comment from a friend of mine and he, he he was a Turkish friend of mine. I'm from Turkey, by the way. And he, he said, like, you when you sing, your English is perfect. But when you speak, you, you have an accent. Like, it's obvious that you're not a uh, native speaker. Right. <laughs> so that's okay. But uh, I think that comes from uh, the ability to, uh, you know, um, just imitate, I think, a bit. Um, because I, I've been 
such a fan of theater. Uh, yeah. It's easy to do that in a genre like country music because the twang, you can imitate the twang and all of a sudden you're, you're country. Not everybody can do it. it. It does take skill and not let it sound fake in country. Yeah, well, speaking of that, it's like Keith Urban's <laughs> but, another example. Yeah. So hold on, let me, let me get this straight. You're Turkish. Yes. But you live, but you live in Sweden. So how yeah. did that, how did that transpire? Yeah. Um, well, we moved here two and a half years ago for my husband's job. Uh, and we live in the southern part of Sweden. Uh, it, it was a radical decision, but we have yeah. always wanted to move uh, away from Turkey. Uh, not that we don't like our country, of course, but we, we also have a small uh, kids. Like she was four back then and we were like considering moving abroad because we we just wanted to have to uh to have her a, a great future uh, as well you know we we were just uh considering to move because of her i would say uh and then yeah she, he he started applying for jobs abroad and then uh one of them was in the us and the other was uh, other one was in sweden and then we we just picked Sweden because it it's it looked like a better choice, like in terms of I love I love my country, but I think you made a better choice yes. for now. Yes, <laughs> yeah. <you did>. Just, <laughs> yeah, just, just saying. Yeah. And my husband uh, used to live in the US as well. So he was like, Sweden would be better in terms yeah, of the safety yeah. of our child. And it's it's <laughs> not the country or even the idea of the country of the US. It's it's right now it's just it's a mess. Yeah. I would I'm not gonna leave it because it's yeah. my home but I, I mean i've traveled to canada and um other places outside but i mean making a move like that is huge so having having being grounded with smule i guess that that's about the time you moved was when you got on smule when you got to sweden then right is that what you said exactly like okay i i guess it was like maybe a couple of months since we moved when okay. i when i like maybe it was like six months after moving to Sweden, and then I uh, discovered Smule. So That's awesome. uh, actually, it was a great timing for me because before that, of course, I, I was working. Uh, I, like I, I've been working like five times, uh, five days per week. So it's uh, I wouldn't have time, and I was really, really busy and like working overtime all the time. <laughs> right. But now it's it's more uh, the work life balance is better in that sense in Sweden so I have more time for myself and my family as well and of course for Smule so I'm I'm really really happy to be in Sweden honestly and I've only seen pictures but Sweden looks like a, a beautiful country to me yeah I hear the school system is amazing it, it is I mean it's it's like um uh, for me it's it's a very safe country like the, the place where we live the southern part of Sweden is like very safe and safety was one of my number one priorities because right well maybe you know uh, but Turkey is not a it is becoming to be not, not a really safe country because yeah it's it, well there's there's lots of reasons I want yeah anybody to that can can there. look up news can say why there's certain countries that are becoming yeah. including the U.S. that's what I was trying to get it's not like it's um, the town that I basically grew up in, just real quick, um, went from wholesome safe to get the heck out. And it's it's the matter of 20 years. So things change. Um, countries change dramatically. So, yeah, I get it. Totally yeah, get yeah. It. 
definitely it's it's not the same when I was growing up so I just wanted her to feel safe in a peaceful environment and I think that's that's the, one of the best decisions that we've ever made for our family I don't want to get off topic but I just got one more a real quick question because when she says from Turkey it made me think when you were living in Turkey how far for, were you from where that earthquake kept hitting Oh, um, well, very far, I would say, uh, but it's it was devastating. It it was a horrible disaster. I mean, I, I just couldn't come to myself for months. Um, it was just a horrific disaster. I ain't it's, never seen an earthquake like it. Yeah, it's it's just horrible, and because the the infrastructure around those uh, around that region is like really really bad uh the the devastation was uh, it's it was just too much uh, so many people lost their houses and families like um yeah i i had some i had some friends who whose families got affected unfortunately mm. Mm. yeah well back to smule there's yeah, so your your uh, Smule name is I'm gonna attempt to say this like a, a name, but it may not be. It may mean a couple, of, but Etoidemir is that how you say it? Or Etoidemir? Yeah, Etoidemir. Yeah, that's true. Etoidemir. Yeah, Toidemir is my surname. Well, my husband's surname actually. Okay. Um, yeah, so I I almost everywhere I use Etoidemir Etoidemir because it sounds more manly. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to receive like weird messages from. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's an idea. That's a tactic. Oh, good luck with that. Cause you get him anyway. <laughs> that's true. On school, I mean, like we get this crazy messages every yeah, day. Probably. And I was, I was going to say earlier when I mentioned the followers and stuff, you can't in Smule, you can't go off of that as far as how well of a vocalist you are, how popular in Smule, not like that, because there's so many bots and so many unwanted followers that, are there so you can say half of those are your half of mine are probably people that i've actually sung with and maybe even less than that so just for those that don't aren't familiar with smule how it works it might be watching anyway yeah. um so are you any kind of uh smule or line groups or maybe the two of the same um i know a lot of people are we, we touched on that several episodes does that apply to you as well yeah yeah well uh first of all uh i'm in rebel sky i'm a rebel sky member uh I think it's it's been a year or so. Um, so I, I it's it's just so much fun being in Rebel Sky as a member. Uh, the the um, like the shows are so much fun um, be, because of uh, because I really like musicals and Disney. Um, I I usually submit to uh, the Friday shows. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's that's uh, Jesse's show, of course. Uh, but like the atmosphere in the chat rooms, it's like Rebel Sky. I I really enjoy it. And I the submitted other... one for the first time for a Friday show yesterday. I wasn't. I got on yeah. for a second and I was hung up doing something. I think I was driving or something. Anyway, so I couldn't really listen to yeah. it. But uh, uh, it's it's really it's a really cool situation um, to be in uh, opportunity in in the chat rooms and having your. I mean, it's kind of like, hey, my my song's on a radio, even though it's not like national. It's just, you know, it's really cool. I agree. It's so much fun, and like, uh, you get this, uh, you get the chance to meet with the, uh, so many amazing people. 
so that that means a lot to me. Uh, so I I I know so so many good people from there. Uh, they're my friends and they're so talented. So I really appreciate Rebel Sky and thank you, Raven. <laughs> <laughs> Raven. <laughs> um, they do a great job. All all the DJs do a great job of of making those things work you know um and it's, it's more than that it's not just making them work it's actually when i hear i listen like i'm always critiquing because i'm a judge in a lot of the musical stuff that i do um and the the skill that goes into the dedication that goes into that being a dj just for an hour or an hour and a half two hours whatever every day is a yeah. lot and my hat goes off to them so hey keep it up keep doing it um it, it, I, you can tell they like doing it and that's that's a big part of it so just makes it fun yeah yeah definitely like all the DJ, djs are we have our amazing uh, casey zena jesse uh, icon uh, raven obviously uh, like I, I i love them so much all uh, we have become like a family i think so um they they embrace new members uh, and uh, there, there's always spots for everyone uh, in rebel sky i i think it's it's a very good that is uh, true. Yeah. I enjoy it personally. <laughs> that is true. Uh, yeah. And where would you I, say where would you say that your love of music comes from? What brought you, you know, what got you into wanting to sing? Uh well, I, I I've been singing uh a lot when I was a child. Like since I was a child, I I, I I've been singing. So um I don't know. My my dad uh, he he loves music so much my my mom as well and my dad uh, used to play the bass guitar and uh, uh, his voice is really great too uh, and then uh, growing up of course uh, he he wanted to introduce us some musical instruments and I so uh, I played the piano and then during my college years I started to play the drums um and my brother plays the guitar so we we had this like uh fun but small uh garage band uh, at home right. cool. <laughs> on our rooftop <laughs> uh and we used to play like blues rhythms mostly uh or like i i think we used to play a lot like with i don't know john denver uh like bob dylan uh, Beatles songs and like some some easy stuff um, um, and just Eric Clapton I think so I, I think my, my love of music comes from there and uh, uh, at our house like we we all there was always a music uh, play either playing on the radio or like or someone singing a song and uh yeah, that that that's why I I am really used to listening to music, and uh, that that's where my love comes from. And I oh. I was actually uh, the president of the music club uh, when I was in college. <laughs> so, really? Yeah, yeah, it, wow. yeah, yeah. It it was just uh, a fun activity, of course. But yeah, I, I since since I know myself since I was like four or five years old, old uh, I've always enjoyed music. So um, 
it's it's basically my life I just uh love music so much every kind of music I I, I of course I have like I have favorite genres but um it's basically what are those my life. what what are the top uh, genres for you um well uh rock um really yeah uh, you couldn't tell Nick <laughs> no, it's kidding. <laughs> we we do have some other songs to play that you've done uh, little pieces of them. So maybe I, I jumped the gun. We hadn't probably heard them yet, but yeah. but go ahead. Yeah. yeah. What what other genre? What are your go to genres that are your comfort zones? And then what are some that maybe you want to try that you haven't? Yeah. Well, um, my my comfort zone is definitely Disney and animated movies, uh, like songs from uh, like soundtracks or like opening songs, <laughs> things like that. Uh, like songs that require characterization mostly. Yeah. Um, because I, I, I don't know, that's my comfort zone because maybe uh, because I, I feel that I'm not really comfortable with uh, my main vocals. Maybe right. that's- That makes I, sense. Uh, yeah, and then musicals, which is really hard to sing, but I enjoy and love uh, singing those uh and yeah and i i think rock too like if you if you scroll down my uh smooth profile you, you would see me opening opening ocs like i i opened some ocs from metallica uh, acdc or like um um i don't know uh Ro ronnie james dio or like yeah so, so many uh rock songs you can find <laughs> well, that reminds me. I was looking at your Smule list, and I was seeing like all the different Disney songs and stuff like that. And then it was a little bit far down, and all of a sudden I seen Metallica. I was like, "Oh, wait a minute!" Yeah, he's like, <laughs> he's been saying, "Oh, I'm going to join this. I'm going I'm to do these. Uh, this is my my, yeah. my song." So, well, to be honest, like there is two sides of the uh, medallion. I think it's like one side of me is like really dark, and one side of me is like almost like a princess. <laughs> <laughs> That's that uh, opens up a whole world right. of 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 songs when you're like that. I mean, yeah. I, I'm 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 one way. I'm like country. I do a little bit of rock or southern rock in, in the states. It's called southern rock. It's it's a mixture of 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 country, bluegrass, uh, a little bit of blues. Um, you know that, that kind of stuff. Um, so I, I don't really. I do a couple of. I think I've done two Disney songs in my entire maybe three since I've been <laughs> on school. I mean, there's some that I want to do, but I just. I'm not that characterization. Like you, you'll, you'll, I sit one in for next Friday for the big toe on there, and it's it's a it's a collaboration of, of four people. So it's a it's a group song. I'm not gonna say what it is. You just have to find out. But it was yeah. a Disney movie, and uh, I was actually proud of that one. That was pretty good. So I don't do Disney much anyway. Um, nice. we got to take I a did, quick break. Hey, I did do a couple of musicals. I tried. I'm not great. I did like some uh see that's your that's if you don't you don't know nick will but he's he's a big character he could do a lot of characterization if he just wow. I, did a, I did a couple from fiddler on the roof because i love that musical well, let's yeah. take a quick break um and we'll 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 come back we've got things to discuss like the actual comp you know perfectly puzzled and how you we feel need to about play that another song man i'm gonna Great. play another yeah we're gonna play another song uh but yeah let's take this quick break and we'll be right back we'll be right back yeah Hey, Yo. welcome. What's going on, y'all? I'm Nick. 
And I'm Brandon. And we have just kicked off season four of our podcast, Coast to Coast. That's right. In this season, we'd like to invite those of you that are on Shmuel, the online karaoke app, to join us for a little fun, some good old wholesome banter, and a whole lot of music and conversation. Throughout the season, as a Smule guest, you will also be entered to win recognition in several podcast and Smule-related categories. Hell yeah, some of these categories are going to be most viewed episode, funniest guest, and best vocal cover overall, just to name a few. That's right. All you got to do is click the link below, fill out the form, hit submit, and someone will reach out to schedule a date that's best for you. And we can't wait to have you on the show. So come on now, click that link below, fill out the form. Hit submit, and let's get vocal. Dude, this is going to be fun.
I love that. Love that. Oh. <laughs> Thank and you. She, and she says she's she, she don't feel strong in the lead vocal. That was gorgeous. Oh, thank you so much, Nick. <laughs> I try. <laughs> I would love to be able to sing that song, but it's the when you start singing that Dragonborn language, I don't know if I can get that right. Uh, I I practiced. Um, so I think if you practice as well, you will get it right, I'm sure. Well, I'm going to try, and if I do manage to get it right, I'm going to do it as an OC, and I'm, you're joining me. Yes. I think yes. our two, your your voice and my lower register would be sound pretty wicked. It, oh my goodness! Such a dream come true. Go for it. <laughs> You're muted, Ferris. Have you followed her yet, Nick? Sorry, I was checking out her page. I can't remember if I clicked follow or not. I was just like, oh, especially when I got to that Dragonborn song, I was kind of mesmerized for a moment. Right. I have to look. I can't remember. I totally agree too, by the way, what he said, because I was muted and I couldn't even, y'all didn't hear me. Anyway, um, yes. I mean, your lead is amazing. Don't cut yourself short with your ability oh. on that. Now, you may you may want to do more to get more comfortable with it. I totally get that. But don't do not do that. You've got a good lead voice. Oh, beautiful. Especially oh. in something like this, which I love because it's it's soft. You know, that's who I am. I'm not a big vocal. And Ferris, that was a single one layer song one layer gorgeous it's amazing uh, uh, thank you so much guys i mean it's uh oh, of course there, there are so many amazing vocalists out there and i i uh i i don't feel that comfortable but it means a lot to hear this from you thank you so much <laughs> well i'm not at all a professional but i have had plenty of experience in comps and and things like that and heard Oh my God. I can't even, I don't even know how many songs I've listened to just in comps. Um, yeah. So speaking of that, so let's get back into a little bit of the, the perfectly puzzled adventure you're at, you're on right now. Um, so you've done two rounds completed working on the third round being judged, right? It's the result yeah. to be out soon. How are you feeling about the third round submission? Uh, well, um, I, I'm feeling pretty comfortable with it. Um, uh, it. It was distractions, I think. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, and yeah, I, I I did a song that I really really like to sing, and it, it just gets stuck in me in my head all day. Uh, so that's why I picked it, and it's it's from a musical. It's again from my comfort zone, I would say. <laughs> Well, that's good. I mean, it's it's a it's a strategy thing. When you're in a comp, you want to make sure you find a song that fits that you're yeah. comfortable with and all that. Um, what what is the? I'm curious to know when you chose a song other than it fits the criteria and it it's a comfortable song. Was there any anything in the song or the way that you were going to arrange it that allowed you or or wouldn't have allowed you to kind of do your best that kind of scared you about it that you'd have to kind of work on with the song yeah so actually i have done this song before in another comp and got perfect score for that so um but but i just wanted to take a risk um it's for uh the creativity points i would say um I, I just I, I was just so scared to do it uh, to add that layer. It was a layer of grunge, uh, a layer a layer with the grunge effects. 
Um, I was so scared to do it because I have never done it before. Like I have never uh, added a grunge layer before to any of my songs uh, because all I've done before is Disney songs, to be honest, uh, for comps. Um, I I've also done some other songs as well, um, uh, but still haven't used the grunge effect at all. Um, so I, I was thinking like, okay, I, I know that I can do this song, but I, I don't mind if I don't come, uh, if, I, if I'm not in the top 10, or I don't mind if I get eliminated if I add this. So I, I just tried to encourage myself uh, with that and I was scared to add it. Uh, but then I said, yeah, I, I will just go for it. I will just take the risk and see how it's interpreted. So um, I just took the risk and added those grunge uh, layers. So we will see what happens. <laughs> Sometimes you got to do that to find just where else you could go with the song. You never That's really right. know. Exactly. So I thought, why not experiment with it? uh right now uh so we're in round three it's it's just the perfect timing like it, and if i get eliminated i will i will be able to su still submit on standby uh, yeah so i i i told myself that it doesn't matter uh if i don't come at top 10 this time <laughs> that's a that's a good uh thing you just brought up interesting um i don't know of any other comps that have done that with the standby how does that Obviously, it gives you a one last chance to stay in it, depending on, you know, submissions or non-submissions, the, the 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 places that are opened up for the next round. But how does that make you feel and compared to other comps? Is it something you thought about what you wish comps would do or never crossed your mind? Or, you know, how do you feel about uh, what this comp doing, allowing that 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 standby? Well, I think I think uh, the admins, uh, I mean, Raven. Uh, thought through this uh, so I, I think it's it's a great addition and I have never seen it in another comp to be honest I, I've never I, I haven't been in too many comps but I think it's a great addition to the comp um, and it it just gives us equal chances you know because everyone has everyone has li have lives and uh, we can all have bad weeks right. so uh, and it's okay if we do bad uh, in in one round or or even two rounds. It's it just doesn't matter. So I think this was really thought through, and I really appreciate that the admin team um, in Perfectly Puzzled decided to put this standby entry. Um, I, I've never come to a situation where I was almost eliminated. Luckily, I was. Uh, I, I have always made it to at least top 10. Uh, but but uh, generally speaking, I think it's a very good opportunity because like for instance, I had a family crisis this week and maybe I wasn't going to be able to submit if things went really wrong. And then I would just submit the submit my entry the way it is. And if I got eliminated, then I, I would be happily uh, join the next round um, uh, as as a standby entry. So I, I really appreciate that we have it, to be honest. And I, it's it's just different from the other comps. So that's really good. 
Well, I'm glad it worked out as as a admin and staff uh, because voices like yours make our jobs so much more pleasant. Um, and for you to be as you're not really a, a rookie in Smule, but for you to be as far as you are as quickly as you got in there, I'm impressed. It, it's really neat. Um, yeah, to, to see yeah. how you do things and with with that app that is not supposed to be as engineer friendly as what people like you make it seem to be make it look easy and and i, I hate oh. it <laughs> he hates uh, it i, I, think I mean I, I, think I, I can't do it so it's like i just envious of everybody else that can i'll get there i in think 10 years. i think it has a formula ferris it to be honest yeah uh, making layers is is just the formula, and you just need to execute it. So I think you can also do it. I've dabbled a little bit. I, I, we're getting there. I think Nick has even dabbled a little bit. We're we're getting there. We're you have to if you go to if you have an ambition to be in any comps, you have to be able to at least three part harm, at least try. If yeah. not, they're just gonna crucify you. I mean, it's just not gonna happen. So that's we're true change that with things coming up we might have yes. a, a in the future that is what we said earlier so yeah. those of y'all watching um don't let that scare you come show us what you got with a solo right. we want to hear your voice oh you know? my goodness <laughs> yes you, you've already proven you can do it so i don't want to hear it not only what well, alif don't know this either we did it once with uh in your bar shaker is we were doing single takes i love he calls it bar shaker bartender shake up <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got it. I got I'm getting it. to the point with Aleph is we've done it where you don't get to even sing your one layer over until you get it right. You sing it once, and whatever you put out, that's what you, that's what you submit. Yeah, we yeah, yeah. we did a uh, uh, basically a single take thing where you just sing it. That's it. Um, yeah, you, that's you really cool. Yeah, that, that's that's so cool. <laughs> the more I think, I feel like. And I've talked to a lot of people on Smule that agree with, at least agree with the premise of the idea. The more people do a single take and just save it, the better they'll get, at least at that song, right? Yeah. You'll get to know that song better. You'll be able to sing it on stage anytime you go to an open, actual live thing, and you'll feel more confident about that song or those songs you do it with. That's kind of the idea. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's other songs you're not familiar with. You just learned it or whatever, and... You know, you have to kind of stop and go back and fix it. I get that. Um, anyway, that's but the idea. It also, it also makes it more fun because you're not just stressed out doing layers and doing it over and over trying to get it perfect. You're just yeah. doing something. It could be end up just being humorous, but it, it just puts a little more fun into it. It's a little break. Do you have a yeah. uh, personal connection with uh, the the theme of the comp, um, autism or, or neurodivergent? Or... Well, um uh growing up um we we had a family friend uh whose son uh was autistic uh and and i remember that like i was really really small like maybe four or five uh, and he was older than me maybe like nine years old and i i um I was trying to play with him like trying to communicate with him and and he never spoke and of, of course uh, at that time, I wasn't able to understand because I was just a small kid and I kept on asking his parents why he wasn't able to speak or, or read a book to me because I remember myself begging him to read a book for me so that we can become friends and like spend some time together. Uh, and they they try to explain that he's autistic and he's he's a bit different. 
but of course he understands you, but he he just doesn't speak. So um, try he he they they said uh, to me at that time when I was a kid, just try to communicate with him um, in a different way. So that's when I quit asking him to you know asking him to read me books <laughs> and then uh then I, I realized that he he plays the piano so that was our common thing actually mm. so he used to play the piano to me and I used to accompany him like uh enjoy uh the songs that he was playing so um yeah now now he's like a fully grown up man uh but of course we we haven't talked for years but then i have another close friend who, who is autistic um and she's a genius um and uh, like she, she's like a literal genius i i i consult her on uh so many things like personal life work life even she's just fantastic she has a has the brightest one she, she has one of the brightest minds i think um and i really appreciate that raven and the team is is doing this uh autism awareness comp it's just fabulous and like in the in the chat room people are sharing their own experiences. I think that's amazing. I really enjoyed uh, reading about those. And I I don't know, uh, but I don't know if the other comps do this, but I really like the, like when the, yeah, the, the round info comes in, uh, the, before the round info comes in, there is like uh, an informative uh, part about, uh, that round info, which I really appreciate and enjoy reading, to be honest. So, um, I, I guess that's my personal connection with the comp. Um, uh, so I, I'm I'm really enjoying it, to be honest. So you've been able to grow quite a bit in the the autistic knowledge just in the last three rounds. Is 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 that a fair statement? Yeah, definitely. I uh, I've been reading the the things that Raven has shared in the mm -hmm. chats, and uh, I I have learned that. Uh, well, I didn't know this. Maybe it's it's on me, but I I learned that uh, autism has levels, which which I wasn't aware. Mm -hmm. um, and definitely on a spectrum. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and mostly I've really enjoyed people opening up about their uh, own life experiences about this like they their um uh, daughters or sons uh, are autistic maybe so they they're sharing these in the chat rooms um and it's i think it's it's all about creating this community and network so um i think There's perfectly no... is doing great in that sense mm -hmm. I, I agree. I, I'm I'm really proud of everybody that's put into, it, especially my wife and uh, and Raven. What the hell they put into it, plus all the other staff that the time they put in it for, totally for free. You know, nobody gets paid to do this stuff. But yeah. I I think what's special about um, autism, as opposed to other 
things that people deal with in life, like cancer and and um, Alzheimer's and things like that. With autism, it really is about awareness. You're you're not going to cure autism or Asperger's or ADHD or anything that might be on the spectrum. It's it's a it's a learning for everybody outside of the person that that challenges with it. You know what I mean? It has challenges with it. So it's if, if, if people would understand that autism awareness is the key, not cure, I think yeah. more people would be, oh, well, I just got to learn about it. Okay. But then you have to, you have to try to, when you run across somebody with autism, no matter what level they are, um, take what you've learned and realize that they're, they're, they are different, but you can learn a whole lot from them if you just open up and listen and watch. That's, that's, that's really yeah. what it's all about. And they yeah. feel more included that way. Exactly. Exactly. It, it doesn't need a cure, to be honest. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't. Maybe, maybe the knowledge is the cure. Us understanding, those of us that don't have it, that don't deal with it, that's the cure is knowledge so that we can we can live with it. It's not the right word. It sounds so <laughs> demeaning, but we can adjust our lifestyles to somebody that is like my, my son is autistic. Um, he's level three. He's nonverbal for now. He's starting to... I think he's starting to kind of open up. So we may have some progress over the next few years, but in his mind, he's more of a, uh, a three-year-old at the age six, mm-hmm. you know, so he's, he's behind where he should be. Um, but learning him is the cure learning what we can do as a family unit, um, both in the house and at school to make him, to accommodate him. That's the cure. That is, that's how you deal with that. And they become, more productive, um, whatever citizens or members of society or whatever. That's, that's the key. Definitely agree. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, very well stated. I think I, um, I agree with you on that. Yeah. I have a son that's got Asperger's. I have a nephew with autism, Mm. but I also have a daughter with narcolepsy which is another thing that nobody really understands. It's pretty sad, but. Yeah. You work with it. Yep. So you've had a chance. One last thing about the comp, and then we'll we'll wrap up and let you go live your life in Sweden. Um, <laughs> I had to do that one time. I don't even know if it's pronounced right. Whatever. Um, <laughs> Fair. The. I like to ask the 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 way that the comp creators, and I, I'm not including myself in that because this was, it's, it's yeah. Uh, but just the, the way that you can see every round up front and kind of get a game plan on song choice early. How much is that? It benefits everybody because everybody has access to it. But how much has that really benefited you in your your different in, in comparison to the other comps you've done? Like wow, they. We know everything about it. I can game plan and schedule better. Like for me, that would be the biggest thing: schedule my life for the next six weeks. Yeah, exactly. It's it's definitely a game changer. Uh, I can tell you that. Uh, it's it's just for for perfectionists like me. Um, is it saves so much time? Mm-hmm. Uh, to be honest, like no knowing the round themes beforehand it's it's just amazing uh because then 
you're you're both psychologically ready for what's coming next. You're not surprised. You can read the round requirements. Um, and then you can even pick a song, like just sit down and for an half an hour and just pick pick your songs for the upcoming <laughs> five rounds. Like when I saw from round one that all round infos were, were there, um, I, I was really, really happy, to be honest. Uh, it, it just saves so much time. Like I... I um, like uh, I, I have also planned ahead, but this is the uh, like picking songs were were has always been the worst part for me because I'm really bad at picking songs. It's just uh, it takes too much time and effort. It's just I I sometimes lose myself uh, when I try to pick songs, um, and I waste too much time. Uh, and I think. That's that's what's like one of the reasons why perfectly puzzled in that sense is like really different in a good way uh, from the other comps. I think um, I I've never seen a setup like this before uh, in another comp. So I I really appreciate uh, that this was all thought through and uh, shared with us beforehand. Uh, like th this this really explains that you you guys like. Uh, know the balance between uh personal life like you you guys understand that we all have lives basically mm -hmm. and this is the real life singing contest so um well we, we I, figured I, out i know a lot of people figured out early when when you when you have a a hard um schedule like not knowing what you're singing week to week and you finally get it and you're like okay i've got a day or two to pick a song three days to sing this and get it together stress really creeps in and then you end up not doing your best you end up not um liking the comp the agitation comes in the chat room and it just becomes not fun you know exactly. and I, I think that part helped along with the transparency of the scores and things like that the way we do it um yeah. and, and the accountability we have as a as a, as a judging staff and really quite frankly the entire staff has accountability from the from the coaches to judges to admins was like if this goes down it's all on it's on all of us yeah. um that's a big thing a lot of comps don't really take and i'm sorry i mean there will be some people in other comps that, that watch this and i don't care but i've been in so many that a lot of comp people staff they don't look at that like they're just like well we'll we're here for them so no the con you're there for the contestants you're there yeah. for them you created a comp you're part of a team you're there for them, so they have more fun than you. And I know yeah. you don't get paid for it, but I'm on a soapbox here. But I know you don't get paid for it, but you volunteered. And when you commit to do something, do it. That's yeah. that's the way this comp is really ran. Yeah. Um, and everybody's great. Everybody's awesome. Yeah, it's it's that a comp is definitely supposed to be fun. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think perfectly puzzled is so much fun I, i've been having so much fun with my songs uh, and the other entries are also amazing so i really enjoy them as well um and the hype tracks that you guys put in there it's it's always uh, so so much fun to listen to them and uh you guys i, I know that you guys are amazing too so <laughs> thank you for that for enc encouraging us um yeah i it's it's just such a relief from stress uh, i think and it makes it more fun absolutely Ferris. beans bullets and band-aids
Queens Bulletin and Band Aid. So, Aleph, you must be like a Star Wars person, would you say? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> big, <Doesn't> big <laughs> fan. <laughs> well, between yeah. the shirt, and I know I've seen a picture, you had like a collection of Star Wars stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I really love Star Wars. It's it's just uh, stuck with me because of my brother, I would say. <laughs> He's a huge fan. Um he used to uh, write in the forums uh, and like um, play play Star Wars games and like we we watched uh, Star Wars movies like countless times together. Uh, and then I got married and then uh, I became a huge fan of Lego. Uh, and then I uh, decided to make a Lego collection. Uh, Star Wars, Harry Potter, and like some Disney stuff as well. But right now we we have mostly Star Wars Legos. Um, I I really enjoy them. It's I I'm I'm a huge nerd. <laughs> I miss Legos. I, I, I miss he's Legos. Just like a friend good. of mine. I got a buddy that goes to camp with me, and he's a Star Wars nut. He's got yeah. costumes. He's got the lightsabers, like the ones you actually lightsaber fight with. And he's also Harry Potter, and he's a huge Lego nut too. It's pretty fun. That's really cool. Uh, well, for now, I I cannot really afford uh, a huge lightsaber, but I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe a, a Star Wars themed comp will come along, and that would be the grand prize. That would be oh. interesting. Anybody watching oh, that creates that comps, to make a Star Wars comp so so Aleph can can win that sucker and get that thing. Okay. <laughs> um, I noticed uh, just a little tidbit about Star Wars. I actually ran across a TikTok video day for yesterday where. They were uh, revealing the. They had, I guess, all three directors and producers of the of of the films, previous films, um, and the stuff on the Disney Plus and all that, the Mandalorian and all, everything. I don't like I said, I'm not really big on. It. I just know where there's a lot of films out there, a lot of shows that are already out there, and they were basically, you know, letting cat out of the bag that there's a lot more coming, like movies and episodes. Have you heard anything about that? Like they're they're going into all these other storylines that have been written and then also creating some too, as they write movie scripts and te television scripts and things like that. So. Yeah, it's, it's becoming, it, it's definitely becoming popular again, like with, with Mandalorian and uh, what, what was it's Boba Fett, I think yeah. those, those, with those series, it has become uh very popular once again, uh, because as far as I know, it was popular in the seventies mostly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep. And I found it interesting. Movie, they came with a movie just on Han Solo, which I haven't even seen yet. Crazy enough. Yeah, yeah. I, I found it interesting that the history and correct if I'm wrong, but they they started with Episode Four because they didn't think the storyline of one through three was really going to take off in the seventies. So, can you imagine if they had done it opposite? What would have happened? I don't. I don't know. Never know. Yeah, like I, I, I have always dreamed of if if they can really shoot the first movies once again, maybe. Yep. Uh, I I don't know if that would happen. Uh, but that storyline is honestly my favorite. Uh, when I compare it to the new ones. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I definitely 
prefer the uh, old school stuff <laughs> in it probably it probably can explain a little bit why you've got fans of both or fans are both fans of star wars and harry potter because the storylines are very similar <laughs> i mean they yeah. if you look at it they're they're very in sync with each other with with you know you can look at anything and see a connection, but I mean, there's a lot of things that connect together. So that's probably why, because the storyline is a good one. Four through six episodes are really good storyline. That, that's where they, yeah. I think that's where they should have started. And that's why they did it. So uh, without that in the seventies, it would have been Star Wars, you know, Star Trek would have been more popular. How about yeah. that? Probably. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> you know, um, anyway, we do have one more uh, little, uh, sound bite that we'd like to play um of one of your songs um i really enjoyed you know pre-screening this song um it's um very in a, in a great way interesting that when i ran across that you sent this actually and i appreciate you doing it but i don't nick i don't think you've heard it have you heard it yet i don't believe i have okay that's awesome because you're going to get a kick out of this i demi Llorona, llorona de azul celeste. Ay, de mí, llorona, llorona de azul celeste. Y aunque la vida me cueste, llorona, no dejaré de quererte. No dejaré de quererte Me subí al pino más alto, llorona A ver si de ti vistaba Me subí al pino más alto, llorona A ver si de ti vistaba Como el pino era tierno, llorona Al verme llorar, lloraba Como el pino That was awesome. I told you he'd like it. I told you he'd like it. 
It's something about a language we don't understand that we just really like. <laughs> That's our second song in another language we've had recently. Uh, the other, the way, other ones. Go yeah, ahead. I, I don't know. I don't know Spanish, so uh, excuse my pronunciation. <laughs> it sounded fine to me. To me. Yeah, yeah I, I know a little bit of Spanish. I've I've had the the pleasure of being around a lot of Hispanic folks over the years, and it sounded yeah. diction sounded all amazing. Of course, I don't speak it, so it might be some there might be some mistakes there, but I don't know. It sounded yeah. great to me. Good to know. Thank you so much. <laughs> so you just sang a song that you don't even really know the language. Yeah. <laughs> Did you at least look up the meaning of it so you could tell us? Because I'd like to know what it was talking about. Um, so <laughs> just saying. Uh, I think it's La Llorona is, uh, is a woman who, who lost her babies and like is, yeah, it, it's just... Ah. Okay. Yeah, it's a ghost in. I Ooh, I think it's Nick's alley. Yeah, yeah I, it's like I I I don't want to go into detail because I don't know it that sure. well. <laughs> well, we'll have to look. We'll just have to look it up for ourselves and, yeah. and see what that because that's very interesting. Very. But I just, I well gotta done. say, dude, if she just sang that song and she don't even know that language really, and her lead again, you do not have a lead problem. And we have trouble with English, our native language and I songs. Yeah, it's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Uh, maybe I should never sing again. I feel like I'm an idiot now. Yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> we, look, we do this to ourselves, though. We get people on that are fantastic. Yeah. Uh, fantastic vocalists. And it's like, we're like, what do we do? We don't want, I have an open smule. And I, I didn't even do a round song this week because, I mean, ever since the last guest we had on, Rena, I was like, mm, I don't really feel like doing one now. You know, <laughs> I don't have to. I'm, I'm going to be in the entire comp. I'm not going to get, you know, booted out. So I, might as well. I do enjoy doing it. I might do one next week. I just didn't do one this week because I just got busy. And I had like five picked out too. Um. Anyway, it's been amazing to have you on here. Um, yes. I, I, I really enjoy being able to listen to the songs you sent in to us. Um, as a producer, that's a perk. Um, And then I've, you know, all the pictures you've sent in, just kind of get to know who you are. Amazing. Uh, you seem like a very genuine, honest person. And I'm, I, again, am glad to have you. Uh, and I speak for all the staff on Perfectly Puzzled in this comp. It's amazing to have you in here. You're a great addition, and we hope that you go far. Ah, uh, thank you so much. I, I'm, uh, it, it's, it's been great to meet you and it's, uh, it's so much fun to chat with you. I'm so happy that you uh, invited me to this podcast. So I really appreciate it. And thank you so much. <laughs> well, with that, we hope we get you back here because we kind of feel like you're a good friend now. Yes. So Don't you can always subscribe. come back. That's right. I'd love that. <laughs> with that, everybody, I just want to say like, subscribe, comment, share this because this girl's good, man. And if you want Enjoy to be a guest show. on Let's Get Vocal Coast to Coast podcast, there's a link down there. Right down Click there. It, fill out Click the it. questionnaire, and we'll have you on. That's right. All awesome. right. Well, Aleph, thank you so much. Yeah. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Thank Love you guys so out there in podcast land. Be good. Till next time. Later, y'all. <laughs>